Why is it whenever I explain to someone that I don't drink anymore, I either feel the need to explain why, or I get asked the question, oh, well, why, why don't you drink anymore? And I've, I, I've read similar stories online to where, you know, people say to their friends, family, whoever, you know, oh, I, I, I don't drink anymore, or um, no thanks, I, I don't drink. The question they always get is why? Why, why, why? I, I think that is because alcohol is such a uh, an integral part of our society. It's it's prevalent. It's it's everywhere. You see, uh, I mean, there's there's characters on shows to where they're obsessed about alcohol, but they're not an alcoholic. They're just obsessed about it. They talk about it. Um, the one that pops into my head is uh, is Teddy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, to where I mean, every time he he's he's on screen, he's talking about pilsners. Alcohol being that ingrained into our society, I think, then creates it to where it's weird that you don't drink. And I'm sure people who've never had a drinking problem experience the same thing to where when they explain that when they say, you know, no, thanks, I don't drink. They get bombarded with, oh, why don't you? Is it is it a religious reason? Did you have a problem? It's like there needs to be this cosmic thing that explains why you don't drink. I mean, I don't have to sit here. I don't have to explain why I don't gamble. Uh, I don't have to explain, you know, why I wear a seatbelt in a car all the time. But yet, if I say, no, thanks, don't want any beer, don't drink. Why? And it's not only other people asking. Like I said, a lot of times I'll feel the need, like like I have to justify my my decision to not drink alcohol. Um, it is interesting. I told uh, I told one of my neighbors the other day that I drank and and or I that I don't drink. Uh, and and he even said it's it's very inspiring to to, to hear people who don't who don't drink, um, and even like as he was explaining his how much he drinks and all that kind of stuff, it's it's not that he has a problem at all. And and obviously you know people when they explain how much they drink, they always or it's very common I should say that that people will underestimate or understate how much they drink, partly because it, it's interesting. Like drinking is such a huge part of society. And yet, if you drink too much, that's a bad thing. It's like you have to drink just the right amount. You know, so many beers per day or per week, that's how much you can drink. Any more or any less, you are a weirdo. I don't think it is necessary to explain to other people why you quit. I do think it can be an important thing to get sober and to stay sober. And the reasons for quitting drinking, not drinking, anything like that. I mean, it's your reason, right? They can vary wildly. Um, you can just not enjoy alcohol anymore. You you can think it's too expensive, or, or maybe you are expending too much money on it. Um, if you're going two or three happy hours a week or drinking um, when you go out to eat and you go out to eat a lot, that racks up pretty quickly. I mean, when, when I was drinking, I was, heck, even on the upper end where I was, you know, 60 beers a week, uh, we're talking six, seven bucks a day. Now, granted, I was drinking Natty Ice at the time, so I, maybe that's not a good, uh, a good comparison. But even then, I mean, think about let's say six bucks a week over three hundred sixty uh, days a year. What is that? Eighteen eighteen hundred bucks. That's two thousand bucks a year spent on alcohol. Which for me, when I was drinking, it was simply. I mean, I, I would drink just so that way I could drink, right? It never really relaxed me. It never really made me feel better or anything like that. At the end of the day, I still wanted more beer when I went to sleep. 
So it's not like it, it calmed that craving. I, I will fully admit right now that, you know, after, after a day working outside, you know, mowing the lawn or working in the garage or doing anything, it would be nice to just crack open a nice cold beer and, uh, and take it easy. Fact of the matter is that's probably not likely for me, even if I tried to, to relax. Um, heck, even, even nights to where I, you know, I could stop at one. It, it wasn't relaxing after I had that one because I was sitting there constantly thinking like, oh, I want another one. I want just, just one more, just one more. And I have to sit there and tell myself, no, not just one more because one more will turn into three more and seven more and God only knows what. Um, anyway, you, I mean, you can quit for, uh, for health reasons. You know, maybe either you had a scare yourself or you just you read it up online and, and I'll let you go and, and investigate all of that. Um in terms of what happens when you drink to your health. Certainly don't need me here rattling off a list of here are the symptoms that you may have a drinking problem and it's adversely affecting your health. Like I said, you can get that from 800 different sources. I would recommend someone like, I, I don't know if CDC has has anything about it. I bet they do. Uh, so they have like cdc.gov or whatever. A nice, good, trusted source. Um, I desperately try to avoid things like WebMD and, and all these random websites because uh, it's really easy to then get off out into the weeds of websites that don't necessarily have your best interest at heart. It's more about making money disguised as your best interest. Anyway, I don't know that that there's necessarily a right or wrong. Oh, no, I take that back. There is a right or wrong. Uh, the right reason is the reason that is the true reason that's important to you. The wrong reason is the reason you pick because you think it matters to other people. Because if you pick, because if you sit there and say, oh, you know, I, I, I need to stop drinking because other people judge me for how much I drink. Now, you may be someone who desperately cares about what other people think of you, and Lord knows I have those tendencies myself. But picking that as a reason, I don't think does you enough justice right i mean there's there's more to it than that you should you shouldn't let what other people think rule your decision in something something like this because i will tell you once it once you decide to give up alcohol it's gonna be tough and then if you say oh it's because of what other people think of me when you go out there and you tell them tell those people those by the way those people don't exist those people are a figment of your imagination anyway when you tell those people like i quit drinking well they're immediately going to judge you and want you to drink now what anyway so so the wrong reason is is the reason that doesn't matter to you and i you know i'm I'm sure there's there's you know thinking about this there's probably cases to where there truly is not a right or wrong choice for something um i can't think of a nail off the top of my head but for for the most, but it's, I think especially for this one, there is a right and a wrong, and it's it's what matters truly to you, what actually sinks in, and you know when you sit there and and you're having the 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 next morning regrets, you know what what is the reason that sinks in with you there? Like when you tell yourself, oh, I'm not going to drink today. Oh God, I got a hangover. Oh, okay, okay, you know I'll, I'll take a break tonight. I'll take a break. Nope, not going to drink. What's the reason at that moment besides the hangover? What's the reason that you want to quit? I know I started this off with saying, you know, why, why do we need a reason? And I think it, I think the reason why we need a reason, whether or not we need to tell other people that is a different story. But the reason why is 
because it can be your motivator. Because I will tell you, when you quit drinking, you will never want a beer more. Like, like while you're drinking, your cravings for beer are nothing compared to what they are after you're done. And you're, and you're going to go through a few days here um, through your period of suck there when you're going through your withdrawals to where you know that if you just have you know two, three, four beers or, or drinks or whatever it is, that doing that will take away all of that pain and misery that you're going through. So if if you don't have something that you can kind of rely back on, whether that's a reason or a sponsor or a friend or anything, you're going to fall right back into the trap of drinking and thinking, okay, I just need I just need two or three and this will knock it out and boom, we'll, we'll get right back on the path. Because I'm telling you, that's probably not going to work. Hell, it didn't work for me in the past. Um, when, when I tried, the first time I tried quitting, about a week, um, I, I don't, I, I, I didn't put any thought into it, right? There was, there was no why behind it. It was just like, you know what? I know I need to quit, so let's do this. And I lasted four days, and which coincided with the roughest day of, of withdrawals. This time, you know, I was going through it. I have kids at home, all sorts of stuff. Super stressful time. But I was able to kind of keep tying back to, I still want to be alive in five years, in 10 years. And I am sick and tired of this thing having such power over my life. Now, there's, there's other vices I have. Nicotine, namely, that it still has quite a lot of power over my life. But you know what? Let's knock one out at a time. Let's get through this, and then I can use this as strength for when I want to nicotine. Because I tried, and actually last fall, I tried to uh, to kick the nicotine. Friday night, threw away, I, I, I used vaping. So I threw away my vapor, uh, vaping device, whatever. I, I don't even know what to call it. Um, I've been doing it for eight years now, and, and I still have no idea about most of it. Um, which is probably scary. And yeah, I, like, I was not ready to quit at all. It kicked my ass solid for two days. I, the only thing I remember about that weekend is the fact that I just, I was completely out of it. Uh, thankfully the kids weren't around, which is part of the reason why I chose that weekend. Uh, cause I knew it was going to be rough. And so anyway, um, I can now use this as strength and, and get my reason then, which will be a, probably a very similar reason. Um, seems like it seems like every day is it, that i get older is is desire to live to a ripe old age gets stronger and stronger heck just the other day i was i was putting on 70 spf sunscreen and i didn't even think twice about it until after after i had it on i'm like you know 10 years ago i would have i would have laughed at myself for for 70 spf i would have gotten like 10 spf and, and thought like oh this is fine or even worse there's a lot of times to where you know first part of spring Let's get out there. Let's get our first burn of the year, and then we'll be fine. Then we'll tan after that. Wow. Wow. Anyway, circling back to to alcohol, because that's the reason why we're here, right? All right. So I think it it is important to have that reason to quit. And then once you do quit, you can can add on a reason as to why you want to stay sober. So like for me, I wanted to quit for, for health reasons. I was waking up. Uh, in the morning after after nights of, of maybe having a few extra, where I was having 10, 11, 12, uh, and especially with nights I was drinking liquor, which probably because I was probably exceeding that number without even knowing it. 
the uh, um, an example of that. Uh, I bought a bottle of Crown, 750 milliliters. There's what about 20 in there. Uh, I went through that in two nights, and the second night I didn't. I got like a drink and a half, which, uh, yeah, that was that was on my path to waking up to like, okay, yep, nope, need to quit. Anywho, um, so so when you quit, so like for me, you know, health. That's why I quit. Um, yeah. So yeah, pain and, you know, pain in the stomach, skin was itchy, which I mean, that might've been, you know, psychosomatic stuff to where, you know, I read that that was symptoms of liver failure. And so now I was thinking, and I even had a check earlier this year to where, you know, my liver functions were perfectly normal uh, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, anyway, it just, a lot of stuff was kind of freaking me out. And then once I quit now, now that I'm 25 days into it. Uh, 24 today is today's 25 once i finish today it'll be 25 anyway now that i am done having that 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 counter you know day 25 i i desperately don't want to reset that you know there, there there's part of me there's the evil part of my brain the the drunk part of my brain that that says you know maybe we could go back and and, and we could we could try you know we we, we could put we could put better controls in place so we don't drink more and and your wife can help you and and all those kind of things and it's just like no because then i have to restart the counter right i mean right now that's that's like my it's one of my motivators it's like nope i don't want to restart it boom period end of sentence i want to see how big that number can get um i was actually having a conversation with my wife the other day to where uh her dad is or not her dad her grandpa is he turned 90 this week so happy birthday howard and, and I said, you know what, if I get to 90, I'm going to say, screw it. I'm going to start drinking again. Cause I, at, at that point in my life, you know, when I'm that old, you know what, whatever. And, and maybe, maybe I won't, you know, cause I mean, for, for some of the reasons why, why you want to quit to actually be there in your right mind to enjoy life. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good motivator, right? Because, I mean, when you're sober, you, you think, and, and I even had, or not when you're sober, when you're, when you're drunk, I, I mean, I even had a routine down to where uh, I went through a period to where I was having a, a lot of interviews. Uh, and, and so I got it down uh, almost to a science to where, you know, okay, you know, I, if, if, if I have four drinks, I am just loose enough to where I'm not overthinking my responses, but I'm not slurring my words. And so, okay, so if I have three shots you know, a half hour before the interview starts and then 10 minutes before the interview starts, I crack open a beer and I'm drinking that during the interview because a lot of these were over the phone. So it's, it's not, not necessarily in person to where I'm, I'm drinking in front of them. Um, I, I think even working for like Anheuser-Busch, you couldn't get away with drinking at the interview. Anyway, um, so I mean, I had it down to where like, boom, this is going to, this is going to unlock my, my truest potential in the interview. Finally, the interview for the job I got that I'm currently in, uh, I was I was sober because it was it was a face to face interview, and so I wasn't able to. Uh, no, I take the back. It wasn't face to face, but I was in the office when anyway. Um, so sober for that, and I got the job. So I mean, that's a lesson that you don't need to be drunk to enjoy life. And if and if anything, being drunk all the time using alcohol as a crutch to, uh, you know, to, to go out and pick up women or to get job, you know, to be successful at job interviews or anything. Um, that's just a crutch. 
you know, that's just, that's just your evil part of your brain telling you, Hey, we need to keep drinking. Right. And, and here's, here's all the reasons why, um, heck that was, that was one of my reasons before I quit. Uh, cause I, I wanted to do all sorts of stuff. I'm like, you know what? Alcohol helps me relax and, and keeps me from overthinking. And, and at some point you have to learn how to do these things on your own. Right. Like, like if, if, if I'm going to go, you know, paint a room in my house or replace an outlet or, or do any number of things that I've never, never done before. And I have to learn it. I'm not going to sit there and say, Oh, I, I need, I need to get, you know, three, I need to get three sheets to the wind before I do it. So that way I can do it. No, you just, you go out and you do it. Now for some people, I take that back. That was, that was me. Some people, you know, that may be their thinking to where they wake up first thing in the morning and boom, it's, um, you know, they, they have that, that bottle of, of whatever, right by their side uh for the entire day which to you folks i uh you have my deepest sympathies and i don't know if i can say that enough to where it, it's you know all day long so um i mean yeah with with coming up with a reason i think it's important as you're approaching your day zero i think it's important to really have that reason in your mind and it's really motivating to you uh, so that way, once you kick off day one, day two, day three, so forth and so on, you can keep coming back to that to, to give you the strength you need to get through the worst parts of, uh, of what you're, uh, of what you're going to go through. Cause I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's going to suck. So you need to have that powerful reason in the back of your mind. And if you can't think of one, you know, just try making up one, Right. Like, like like I was saying before, you, you don't enjoy it anymore. It's too expensive. You're afraid of, of getting sick from it. Uh, you're afraid of having legal troubles. Maybe you already do. And and, and let, me, let me get back to that because uh, I think a lot of that kind of stuff can sneak up on you, legal and work troubles, to where you can blame it on, on 800 other things as to why, you know, you're having problems at work or maybe you're, you're getting in trouble with the law or whatever. Uh, Lord knows our, our brain loves to justify our actions by blaming other people, right? It's never your fault. It's always someone else's fault. But if you can come back and say, you know what? No, it, it is my fault because of alcohol. And and start tying those two together. Start thinking through that. Um, I bet I bet you can you can come to, to, to a pretty good reason to quit at some point in there. If nothing else, go see a go see a therapist, right? Um, and that's that's not an option for everyone uh, during during this time and, and hopefully going forward, uh, which this is being recorded during the middle of the coronavirus uh, fiasco um, epidemic, I guess I should say. Um, so who knows? Maybe maybe from here going forward, there'll be a lot more telehealth and 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 that kind of stuff to where you can get in. You don't necessarily have to miss two hours of work for an hour doctor appointment you know you maybe you can just take that hour and maybe it'll be a little bit cheaper to go through telehealth um like i said oh god what's the what's the name of the agency oh uh substance abuse and mental health administration with the federal government samhsa.gov you know they can put you in contact with uh, state agencies that may be able to help pay for some of your treatment you know getting in to see a therapist those kind of things so so that way it's you know in it's someone else who's who's there to to challenge you to to give you uh, good advice or you know the best advice they can. So, um, 
yeah, just just keep searching, just keep trying. You know, if, if you've tried a number of different times before, try again. Just just keep fighting the good fight. Uh, sooner or later, you'll uh, you'll get the upper hand and 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 win a, win a battle or two to 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 get on on the uh, the sober road. So um, yeah, with that, I don't I don't have anything else on this uh, for now. Thank you for listening. Uh, best wishes to each of you. Keep it up. And if nothing else, just know that for today, I will not drink with you. Thank you.